Well, welcome to Truth Talk. This is your host, Larry Bryant, and the truth is out there. Yeah, or the question is, are you willing to, to look for the truth? Are you willing to seek the truth? Um, seems like in today's world, there's a lot of people, um, uh, you know, they, they think they already know the truth, and so they're not interested in really uh, finding out what the truth is. You know, always stay inquisitive, always question things, always being willing to look at things a little bit differently um, to see if you can draw even more truth out. You know, you might know a truth, but you might only know part of it. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you might there might be a whole lot more to that truth that uh, that you're missing out on. So, uh, you know, spend a little time, do a little due diligence and uh, seek seek truth you know that's a a pretty good thing uh, uh, for anyone to do to, to be a su- uh, a a truth seeker um on today's program um we're going to discuss a, a topic that probably has been discussed a whole lot and probably you've heard uh, um it, it talked about in one way or another but uh you know as as I heard a few things, and now I did a little bit of uh, uh, of looking and 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 read uh, a few things here in, in the Word, and and a couple of things just sort of jumped out at me that was um, um, well uh, totally different than than what I was uh, used to, or or a phrase sort of caught my eye, and um, I never uh, looked at at this topic quite in that light before um and the topic is uh, uh, light and dark you know lightness and darkness and you know a lot of people would say well you know there's a lot of darkness out there in the world today well the, the world is is dark and of course the uh, the opposite of that is christ christ is the light of the world and what got me uh sort of thinking on on this topic i saw a uh, uh, a little uh, blurb a little uh, 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 we'll say podcast it wasn't quite a podcast but a little uh, uh, a message here um, someone was talking um, it was glenn beck and uh, and i don't know when he made this but uh, you know part of the clip that i kind of listened to it uh uh, it, it sort of caught my attention and made me uh, stop and pause and think a little bit. And then as I uh, was reading over and sort of looking at uh, some things that <laughs> that he made me start to think about, um, some of the things I read how the Scripture, you know, uh, a, sort of a new phrase jumped out at me, and we'll get to that one in a minute. <laughs> but what, uh, what Glenn was talking about was um, – he he was raised up in uh, I guess the northwest up uh, around Seattle or, or something, and uh, so the, you know the weather up there um, is kind of gloomy lots of times. You know it's uh, a lot of rain up there, a lot of rainy days, a lot of cloudy days. You know, uh, you know like down here they'll they'll say okay, well, it's partly cloudy. Well, a partly cloudy day here might be a, a considered a sunny day up there. Okay. Um, and so, you know, he he, uh, um, he he had moved, I think uh, he was saying, or he was in, uh, went to Arizona. I think he moved down there, but uh, uh, but 
he said when he was in Arizona, of course, you know, the weather's a lot different there. It's a lot brighter. You know, the sun is shiny a lot. There's there's not a lot of rain. There's not a lot of clouds. And said, uh, you know, he went out one day and, uh, you know, he saw his shadow. Um, okay, big deal. You see your shadow. Well, duh. Yeah, but uh, something sort of leaped out at him because his shadow was uh, was darker than he had ever seen it before. You know, he grew, like I said, he grew up in Seattle. He'd uh, been up there, um, you know, most of his life, I guess. And, and uh, you know, he's sort of used to the, the weather up there. And, and, and yeah, you see your shadow, but it's not a real, real dark shadow. You know, it's more of a, a grayish type thing. But here in the uh, the brilliant, bright light, you know, shining down here, uh, I think he was in Arizona. Um, it cast a very heavy, dark shadow. So the the brighter the light, it appeared to him that uh, the the darker the shadow that was being cast. And uh, he he drew some uh, some points to this. You know, he he was talking about uh, how that uh, you know we we seemingly are in a dark period right now. Uh, but there have been other dark periods in uh, in world history. Um, one of the things he, he mentioned was, uh, uh, okay, like uh, back with World War II and leading into World War II, you know, that was a very dark period in world history. Uh, you had the rise of Hitler and Mussolini and so on. Uh, you know, you had the um, the Holocaust that was uh, uh, was occurring. You know, millions of people being sent to the death camps. So anybody could uh, to look look at that and see that's a, a dark dark period um, in world history. But what uh, followed from that was the creation or the uh, the reemergion. Emergence uh, of the state of Israel, and so uh, his take was: you know, the light was already coming; the light was already coming into existence there, and uh, and so all this darkness is being exposed and being brought to light, so to speak. And um, um, uh, but then, you know, right following that darkness. You know, something uh, good happened, a lot of great light with the creation of the Jewish state of Israel. And he was looking at today, you know, the darkness of today and, of course, uh, the coming of Christ, you know, the the light of the world. And so um, uh, that was sort of the the analogy that that he was making there. Um, You know, he was uh, making a point that, that during first darkest periods you know there it is followed by by light and and uh, uh you know he, he started thinking about that by seeing his own dark shadow in the bright lights of, of, of the brilliant sunlight um and so I, that got me thinking a little bit and i started uh, looking into it and um, um seemingly you know, we can see the darkness more clearly, more distinctly in the presence of bright light. Uh, you know, there's several old sayings, you know, like uh, 
uh, we've all heard the saying, you know, it's it's darkest right before the dawn. And, um, you know, in the um, in the midst of darkness, light persists. You know, darkness can't get rid of the light, but the light can get rid of the darkness. Um, there's also the, you know, you, you might have heard the phrase, uh, the darker the night, the brighter the stars. You know, that came out of an, uh, out of a, uh, a book written back in the 1800s. Um, you know, there's another saying, darkness can't drive out darkness. <laughs> Only light can do that. Only light can drive out darkness. So, you know, this, this bright light, um, it does cast a, a distinct shadow uh, that catches our attention. You know, it appears, you know, just uh, on the onset of looking at things, and if we look in today's world, we say, oh, you know, everything is, uh, is getting worse and worse. You know, it's getting darker and darker. And, you know, we, we have some reason to say that. Um, but scientifically, um, it, it says that, uh, you know, seemingly that uh, we can see darkness more clearly, more distinctly in the presence of bright light. Um, but uh, um, that bright light uh, casts a d- d- distinct shadow that catches our attention, but scientifically, uh, the, the, it's, it's not the darkest. Uh, you know, light uh, is scattered more, but our perception is that that uh, uh, shadow is, is darker. Yeah, and I think that's you know because of the uh, the contrast. You know, you can think, okay, it's sort of a, a cloudy day. You know, we we've all been in those uh, sort of dark, uh, cloudy, dreary days. We'll say, where you can see a shadow. You know, you can still see that shadow, but uh, uh, it's a little bit more grayish, maybe. And even the light is a little more grayish. You know, there's more gray than. There, there's not as much as as a contrast but when you got that brilliant bright light um it, it there's more of that contrast between the darkness and the light understand what we're saying there's more contrast there so you know optically it appears you know we can see that darkness a whole lot more now in reality on a gloomy, dreary day, there's more darkness all around us. Right? I mean, if we just think about that logically, we we can understand that everything's a little bit darker. But because everything's a little bit darker, we don't notice it as being that as much. But we can really see that contrast when that light comes into contact with it. And so, um, yeah, so so. Us looking at it, we could say, "Well, yeah, it, the the dark darkness is getting darker." But if we uh, measured it with a light meter, you know, it wouldn't wouldn't try, quite be true. Well, if that holds up scientifically, which it does, let's look at that in in today's world. Is this the darkest period in in world history? I mean, there's a lot of craziness out there. There's a lot of stupidity out there we'll say but um but i think there's been times in world history where things have been a lot lot darker 
um, you know, Christianity is spread abroad. And if you think about it, and if, if you uh, if you look, I, and one of the things that catches my attention, and and I go to you know CBN app and different apps and stuff, and uh, different uh, Christian reporting uh, sites, and I can see where you know millions and uh, of people have come to Christ, you know, in the last year or so. You know, last couple of years, um, you know, big crusades out in uh, in California where tens of thousands of people have given their life to Christ, you know, uh, having uh, baptisms uh, out in the ocean like they did during the the what, what was it, 70s, the Jesus Revolution movement and stuff. Um, and so, uh, you know, you, you, you see all these stories about uh, Muslims. You know, uh, having dreams of Jesus, Jesus coming to them in their dream, and then they're they're uh, they're turning their life over to Christ. Um, you know, there is uh, even going back a few years. It's been maybe four, four, maybe even five years now. Um, you know, a few years ago there was a, a sort of a a movement in West Virginia. Um, of of a lot of revivals taking place in in the high schools down especially down in southern west virginia and hundreds and hundreds and thousands of of uh, students giving their life to christ um and then there was that uh, uh you know that was a west virginia awakening and there was a something like that happening in kentucky that the kentucky awakening uh well just last year that they had the um, ashbury revival um you know the the old theological school and the revival really broke out there, and you know thousands of people uh, giving their their life to Christ. So, um, you know, my thought is, well, hmm, is there really more light in the world? And because there's more light, we can see that darkness more clearly. Just a thought. You know, that's something you can uh, rack around in your head. But that's uh, one of the thoughts that, that, that I came with. Uh, you know, I, I can see that, you know, God is moving. God is moving in the world. He's, he's oh, you know, there's, there's revival taking place of all places around. <laughs> yeah, the, a church is alive and active in, you know, Muslim Iran, you know, where you got the Ayatollah and stuff. Um, you know, a lot of people coming to Christ there. There's, you know, millions and millions and millions of Christians in, in China. And, um, uh, you know, and I think the church is starting to wake up even here in America. I think we've been slumbering and sleeping a little bit. And we have become more awakened um, you know, to to the light, to Christ, and and doing the things. So maybe it's because of all this um, light, all this church activity um, that's taking place, that it's easier to see that darkness in the world right now. So uh, we'll let you uh, ponder on that for a few minutes, and then we'll uh, take a brief uh, break and be back in just a moment. Thank you. 
We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world. Welcome back to Truth Talk. And uh, yeah, we're talking about uh, lightness and darkness. You know, the light of Christ versus the darkness of the world. And I want to jump into some scripture here. And uh, John uh, chapter 3, verses 18 through 21, uh, we'll kind of read over that and comment some. It says, uh, he that believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation. You know, you're condemned if you don't believe and this is the condemnation, that the light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light, and does not come to the light, lest he deems, at uh, uh, least his deeds uh, should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they have uh, been done in God. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the, the people, you know, people can be drawn to the light, but but there are some people that are in darkness and they, uh, they want to stay in darkness and they run from that light. <laughs> um, you know, they hate the light because, you know, our people, Christians being persecuted a little bit more uh, lately, seemingly. Well, one why? Well, those people that aren't in the light, those people that aren't Christians, they hate Christianity because it exposes them for who they are, for what they are. You know, uh, they want their lifestyle to to be okay. You know, to be uh, part of the culture, but if their lifestyle isn't God's lifestyle, that it's not the appropriate lifestyle. Um, no matter if you're doing it, or no matter if I'm doing it. You know, Romans um, thirteen verses eleven through thirteen says, "And do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep." Hey. Now, get this now. What's, what's he saying? He um, says, do this. Says, you know know the, you know the time here. Wake up. <laughs> it's time to wake up. said, uh, for now salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Now, it, it doesn't matter if, if uh, wait a minute, I've been saved 20 years. I was saved 20 years ago or 30 years ago or 50 years ago. Well, your salvation's nearer now. Christ is nearer coming back now than when you were first saved, right? Okay, so it says uh, uh, the night is for spent. The day is at hand. You know, night's past, 
It's, it's done past us. The day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness. You know, if, you, if you're a child of light, what are you doing messing around in darkness? Cast away, cast off the works of darkness. You know, if you want to come out of darkness, cast off the works of darkness. And let us put on the armor of light. Now, that's the, that's the phrase that caught my attention. Let us put on the armor of light. Wow. Ar- light is an armor. What's armor? Something you put on to protect you. Put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revealing and uh, reveling and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Wow. Ponder on that, that a little bit. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ. When you put Christ on, you're putting on that armor of light. Christ is the light. Christ will protect you. Christ will save you. Uh, Christ will guard you. You have this armor about you. Uh, you know, the scripture just goes on and, and, and reveals more and more and more uh, about, you know, his love, his, his protection uh, around us. It talks about how he would, you know, like a, 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 a chicken, you know, a, a hen, uh, uh, you know, spreads out her, her, her uh, wings to, uh, to cover her chicks. Uh, you know, God's protective hand is over us like that. Um, you know, if, if you want to walk <clears throat> in the light, you know, the, the Bible's pretty clear on how we can walk in the light. If we look in Psalms 119.105, it tells us your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. You want to uh, walk in light? Get in God's word. Read God's word. Study God's word. His word is a lamp unto my feet. It lights my path. If I have the word of God within me, I can see the right way to go. I can see those stumbling blocks that the devil throws up uh, in front of me. You know, we, we got to get that light, that lamp lit and, and keep it lit, you know, keep it uh, there to show us the way. First um, Peter chapter two, verse nine uh, tells us that we are called out of darkness yeah, it says you're a now you're called out of darkness. You we all were once in darkness, but we've been called out of darkness. It says you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him uh, with who's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You once were not a uh, people, but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. 
We are a chosen generation. God has called us, and we've chosen to follow him. We're a royal priesthood. You know, uh, Christ is our, our chief priest, but we are, you know, we're a child of the king. We're royalty. You know, King Jesus, well, wait a minute, if my dad's a king, uh, I'm a king. Uh, yeah, so so we rule and reign. You know, that royalty, we're supposed to rule and reign here on the earth. And that priesthood, we don't have to go to someone else to get to God. We're part of the priesthood. We can go directly to God ourselves. We don't have to rely upon. Now, it's good to have somebody pray for you, pray with you. Those are good things. But you don't have to go to someone else to get to God. <laughs> you got that direct connection yourself because you are a priest. You're a rural priest. Yeah, you're special. Yeah, you're God's own special people. We're special because we're supposed to proclaim the praises of God. Yeah, amen. You know, John uh, uh, 12, 35 <laughs> tells us to walk while we have light. Yeah, we're supposed to walk in the light. God has given us light. God is the light. He's given his light to us. And we're supposed to walk while we have light. So as long as we're alive here on this earth and we're following Christ, we're supposed to be walking in the light. We're supposed to do the things that Jesus did. We're supposed to be living a lifestyle that Jesus would live, <laughs> you know, not out here doing a lot of crazy things that uh, a lot of people may think is okay. First uh, Thessalonians five five. Uh, it it tells us that we are children of light. We're children of the day, and not night or darkness. We're not a child of the darkness. We're not a child of the night. We're a child of the light. Ephesians. Uh, Five verses eight through nine, eight and nine says uh, you were once darkness. Yeah, when we're lost, we are part of that dark world. But now, yeah, but now, once you come to Christ, but now you are light in the Lord. So wait a minute. Since you are light in the world, in the Lord, it says walk as children of light. If you're a Christian, act like a Christian. <laughs> Is that asking too much? <laughs> act like you're that you're in love with Christ. Act like you, you know, here the verse goes on, says, walk as a, a children of light, for the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. So do you walk in goodness? Do you walk in the righteousness of God? Do you walk in truth? You know, truth, righteousness, and goodness should be important to us because we are a child of the light. <laughs> you know, Psalms 139 says, Even darkness won't be dark to you. The night will be bright as day. Darkness, come, <laughs> darkness 
Darkness comes to all of us. We all have times when bad things happen. Okay, we live in a world, <laughs> and you know, death enters our family. You know, car wrecks, this or that. You know, bad things can happen, but even in that darkness of that bad situation that you're in, you can be right in the middle of darkness. Uh, bad things happening all around you but you're still surrounded by light (laughs) because the light is in you christ is in you so even though you get thrown into a dark situation it's not dark (laughs) you got the light of christ there okay and you will come through it you will be okay in the long run yeah it might hurt a little bit momentarily but he'll be okay you know john twelve thirty six 36 um, says that we have become the sons of light yeah we we're the sons of light um you know I, and i well I'll, we'll just sort of end with that think about that we are the sons of of light we are the children of light yeah we are to walk in the light that christ has has given us um yeah we're blessed beyond measure so until next time this is truth talk with your host larry bryant We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.